This is The Jerry Callahan Show. We're going to get to the horrific school shooting in Nashville. We're going to get to the uh, all the details. We've got the media's reaction. We'll tell you who the media is blaming. We will tell you uh, the guns that were used uh, and the guns that weren't used. Uh, we'll tell you about the cops, a couple of heroic cops who did exactly what the Uvalde, Uvalde police did not do. They went into the building, up the stairs, into the fire, and uh, took out the shooter before she could kill more innocent children. We got all the details, the latest on the manifesto from uh, the shooter, a transgender uh, male, I guess. We'll get to all that, but I think we have to start with the more important thing. Um, Growing up, I was always a black raspberry guy. It was always my favorite, but... uh, as an adult, I prefer butter pecan. If, if I get to the ice cream store, I don't get to there too often, but uh, I like butter pecan. And if I had a choice, I go with a cone rather than a cup. And uh, waffle cone, I like the waffle. You got to love a waffle cone, you know, when you really want to indulge. I know it's not the healthiest thing, but we all love ice cream. God knows I got a, I got a fridge. Full. You, you think I'm kidding? You think I'm, I'm not joking. I'm not joking. I got a fridge full of ice cream. I got, I got chocolate chip, chocolate, chocolate chip. I got uh, black raspberry, of course, butter pecan, butter crunch. If you really feel like indulging, it's kind of like candy in ice cream. Who doesn't love butter crunch? Um, we, uh, Ironhead, just quickly, a uh, cone or cup? Uh, I like a cup with a cone on top. You do oh, a cup with a cone on. That's good because it can get messy. If it's like warm out, it's always good to have a cup mm-hmm. uh, to and and you know if you really want to get it all over you, it's it's fun. You know sometimes I'll be like in a in, in an old t shirt. I don't care if I spill a little melted ice cream on myself. It's part of the joy of eating ice cream. You know, I, I, maybe we'll just do ice cream. It's that important. I mean, let's be honest. Our president finds it more important than dead kids. I don't know if that's uh, extreme, if that's unfair, but I do have to say we have played in the last 26 months a lot, a lot of absolutely humiliating sound. We've watched a lot, a lot of absolutely humiliating performances by our commander in chief uh, in front of a microphone, in front of a teleprompter, in front of a live audience. Uh, and more often than not, it's embarrassing. More often than not, it's clear indication that he's in the throes of dementia and should be nowhere near the Oval Office. I'm going to say this. I've never been more embarrassed than yesterday watching this. And uh, I, I, as a country, we should all be embarrassed. We should weep for this man in the White House who is so out of it, who's so clueless, who so lacks compassion, lacks empathy. Don't forget, this was the guy who was going to bring empathy and decency back to the White House. He knew there were three dead nine-year-old children, three dead adults. He knew that a transgender maniac went into a school, a Christian school, and killed six people before two heroic cops took took her out. And yet... He thought it was appropriate to talk about ice cream and to and to ogle some children in the audience. This was beyond despicable. And, you know, no surprise at all. The mainstream media uh, ignored it. Fox News dumped out of it, I believe, and said, I believe it was uh, John Roberts, and said, literally said, 
we thought he was going to talk about the shooting. Instead, he was talking about ice cream. Uh, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to all of it. Uh, it. It was a most disturbing day, and it just continues. If you thought the media had sunk, had, had, had nowhere, f- could go no lower, you were wrong. Uh, what we know is that uh, Audrey Hale was a woman, a 28-year-old woman, armed with uh, two AR-style guns and a pistol. We know she went to this school many, many years ago. We know that the uh, trans mob has uh, encouraged uh, violence and uh, even has a day of vengeance planned later this week in D.C. We know this is, uh, this is not unusual. I know everyone says how unusual it is for a female mass shooter, but it's not unusual for a transgender or non-binary mass shooter. We've had many of these. The guy in, uh, in Boulder, Colorado, who shot up the nightclub was non-binary. Of course, uh, everyone had blamed uh, you know, Tucker Carlson and Donald Trump until they found out the guy was non-binary. Uh, but uh, this is this, this was a confusing day for a lot of people. The police chief, John Blake, in Nashville did a terrific job in front of the cameras explaining, calmly explaining what happened. But even he didn't know what to call this person. He said it was a transgender individual. He was asked transgender man or woman. He said transgender woman. He was wrong. It is a transgender man, a woman pretending to be a man who changed her pronouns recently and used a male name. Audrey became Aiden in, in, a, in a few instances, but not you know, completely hadn't completely uh, bought into it. We are looking uh, of the looking at the video from the school right now. I found it amazing that uh, she was wearing a red hat. So <laughs> the media was hoping maybe the guy had a the, the killer had a red hat. They were hoping it'd be a Trump hat. I don't think it's a Trump hat, but it sure is a red hat on backwards. She's got military. Uh, she's got camouflage pants. It's got a rifle. As you watch this. I want you to appreciate what two guys, uh, Michael Colazzo and Rex Engelbert did. This is an elementary school, K through six. This uh, The school has 20, uh, 200 students and 50 faculty. Can you imagine the damage, the, the carnage, the death, if these two cops did what the cowards of Vivaldi did, if they waited outside, looked at their phones, maybe, you know, sanitize their hands, hid behind walls, waiting for further instructions. If they waited 77 minutes, like the cowards and Evaldi did, how many dead uh, children would we be talking about today? Obviously, it's a tragic day. Obviously, it's, a, it's beyond disturbing, this story. But if not for these two guys we're looking at right now, it could have been so much worse. There were there were 21 dead in Evaldi. That was uh, 19 kids, two teachers. That would have been just a warm-up for this monster, Audrey Hale, if not for these guys. If they had done what Evaldi, what the Evaldi Cubs did and just waited, hearing the gunshots, hearing the screams, she's walking up and down the hallway with her rifle trained on whoever uh, appears before her. Sadly, three nine-year-olds and 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 three three adults uh, got in her way. She took them out. I am amazed uh, that it wasn't worse. There were fourteen minutes time between the first phone call, 
to 911 and a dead Audrey Hale, 14 minutes. In other words, 63 fewer minutes it took these two cops to do their job to take out the shooter than the Evaldi cops, the cowards that were hiding behind the walls and looking at their phones and, you know, checking the scores. Uh, that this, and then some of the Valdi cops, some of the cowards are still on the job, which I find amazing. These two guys, Michael Colazzo and Rex Engelbert, didn't wait, didn't hesitate, didn't ask questions, didn't fear, didn't, didn't uh, uh, hide because they were afraid for their own lives. They did their job. The job was take out the shooter, and they did it in amazing record time. 14 minutes. I can't, I mean, they must have been at the school and, and, and up the stairs and taken her out in a matter of, I don't know, five, six, seven minutes. If the call came in at 10, uh, I have the time here somewhere, 10, 10, 12, 10, 13, and she's dead at 10, 27. These guys must have been up and up the stairs and done, take, shot her in, in, I don't know, five minutes. God bless them. I wonder, you think these two guys will be invited to the White House? You think Kamala Harris will write them a letter? You think they'll, you know, win a medal of freedom from Joe Biden? Or do you think we're just going to talk about the freaking guns? Uh, before we get to Biden, I got a question. And, and you can uh, you, you can chime in, Ironhead, because you're the gun guy. I am not a gun guy. I've said it many times. I'm, I'm, I'm certainly a supporter of the Second Amendment. I certainly think people have the right to defend themselves. Um, I'm not a, I don't have any AR-15s. I, 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 I don't think, I've never shot an AR-15. It's a rifle. It's a semi-automatic rifle. It's not a machine gun. The people who talk the most about AR-15s, weapons of war, assault weapons, know the least. I've at least done my reading. I've, I've done my research. I know it's not a machine gun. But I am at the point where I almost want to ban it. And I will tell you why, because it won't stop school shootings. Uh, I know many school shootings, many mass shootings, the, the killers use an AR-15. That's because it's the most popular <laughs> rifle. That's because it's the easiest rifle to operate. Well, Audrey Hale had, according to, well, according to Joe Biden, had a, a pistol and two AK-47s. He just made that up. Nobody reported that. It's not true. But the, the cop, John Blake, said she had a uh, pistol and two AR-style guns, one AR-style handgun and one rifle. We see her with the rifle in the video. What? Here's my question before we get to Biden's humiliating performance here. And it's a real question, a serious question. What would Audrey Hale have done if she couldn't get her hands on an AR-15? Would she have, I don't know, to, to, just given up on her evil plan? Would she have, I don't know, taken up, uh, uh, you know, pickleball or something? Got a hobby? Maybe I don't know. Joined a, a a club? Would she have just given up the plan, the evil plan to kill Christian children at her old school because she didn't have an AR-15? Well, I'm not sure how many people know this, but at home, at her home. The cops searched her home where she lived with her parents, I believe. Uh, they found two shotguns, including a sawed-off shotgun. She had a pistol, as we know, that wasn't an AR-15, and two of the guns she had were legal. So she could legally acquire guns, shotguns, pistols. Would she have killed as many kids? I, why not? 
she she only killed three kids and she would have had access to them with her shotgun, with the hunting rifle, with the pistol. Same in Avaldi. I mean, I'll talk about raising the age to get an AR-15. Hell, I'll even talk about uh, banning them. But to me, what would it save one or two lives? Maybe I'll, I'll listen. You want to make the case? Yeah. It's not going to stop a mass shooter. She's not going to give up the plan to kill kids and adults and, and, and go out in this blaze of glory in her, in her old school. None of these school shooters would have been stopped if they didn't have an AR-15. They would have used another gun. We've already gone over the Ivaldi thing, by the way. When you give a guy 77 minutes, he could have used a baseball bat and killed 19 kids. Could have used a shotgun, a pistol, a 22. Mm-hmm. Okay, you ban AR-15s, which is all we heard from the White House. Hell, it's all we hear from the media. Uh, well, it's all we heard from Corinne Jean-Pierre. Again, she was on MSNBC this morning screaming about AR-15s, and we must ban assault weapons. Okay, I'll have that discussion. Seriously, I will. How would that stop Audrey Hale? Anybody? How would that stop someone who has evil intentions, has access to guns, so you don't let her have that one gun, that most popular rifle in America. She gets a different rifle. She gets a different, uh, uh, <laughs> a different handgun. She continues to, to kill. Are you with me, Ironhead? Yep. Yeah. Uh, what are you trying to tell me? We're suspended. I was telling uh, this. It's not letting us go live. We're recording still. I was. Why telling, are we not? Why are we not allowed to go live? Because we're talking about guns. No, YouTube killed us right before the show. Why? What did we do? I don't know. I haven't had time to look. Some uh, violation of some video. I don't know which one yet. We're not supposed to show the sc- uh, the actual video from the school. I don't know. <laughs> God, it's it's amazing. Big tech is out of control. It is really. I mean, it, God bless Elon Musk, but it is scary what we're living through right here. But okay, you tell me, Ironhead, you're the you're the gun guy. What simple question? What would Audrey Hale? Or you could say, what about the the shooter in Evaldi, the shooter in uh, Colorado, the shooter in uh, in Buffalo? What would they have done if you didn't allow them to have an AR-15? Uh, a 3D printer is the popular one that everyone can get their hands on and everyone can print a fully working AR-15 if they'd like. But, okay, forget that. No AR-15. We don't allow it in any way. She had shotguns at home. She had a rifle, a pistol on her. If she can't have an AR-15, they don't suddenly give up the plan. You still no. have the problem. You still have a mentally ill person who has got access to the school, no security at the school. And I heard people say the door was unlocked. I'm not sure why that matters because she shot the door up. We got video of her shooting the glass out of the door and walking in the school. But you have an unlocked door and you have an unguarded school. Again, we spend hundreds of millions of dollars protecting uh, Congress, protecting the Senate, protecting the president, protecting banks protecting casinos and we spend nothing protecting schools you could protect every elementary school in the country with a retired police officer with the money we've sent to ukraine with the money the biden family has laundered in ukraine 113 billion so far you could protect 
every elementary school from now to the end of time with the money we're pissing away in in uh, Ukraine. What's wrong with that? Why, why can't we have an old retired cop sit there? He's trained in firearms. He's licensed. He sits there. He does. He protects the kids. Probably 99.9% of them never take their gun out. They never have a problem. But at least there's the deterrent. This woman, this was not her first choice. She went to another location that was guarded, that was protected, that was secure. Then she went to the Covenant School uh, because she knew there was no one there to protect it. We protect, again, we protect casinos with armed guards, but not elementary schools. We have to stop wasting money, uh, you know whatever, and, and, and spend it here. This is a good place to spend the money. Retired cops, retired military personnel protecting kids. Uh, if there was someone there at the Covenant School yesterday, you think Tennessee, you think Nashville has a few retired military people just hanging around collecting a pension who would want to do this for whatever, 25, 30 bucks an hour, sit there in the lobby, you know, whatever. They can look at their phone. They can uh, talk to the kids they can at least serve as a deterrent. But uh, I don't I don't understand why it becomes a discussion about the gun immediately from the uh, from the heartless bastard in the White House and all his press people and all his manservants in the media. Why does it be immediately become about the gun when it wouldn't stop the murder? If you said get rid of all the guns. This take uh, confiscate every gun, 500 million guns in this country. That would make more sense to me than just take away one gun and think killers would suddenly change their plan. I don't get it. Nobody explains it to me. We talk about the AR-15. People defend it. People criticize it. People say ban it. You can't ban it. Whatever. How does that stop the shooting, the carnage, the killing? It doesn't. Again, maybe maybe she shoots one fewer kid with her shotgun and her 22 and her pistol. Maybe not. Maybe not. She still goes in there and kills innocent children. We still allow this mentally ill person to roam free on the street. It's sick. By the way, mentioned the uh, one disturbing thing this morning. Her friend, we can get to the friend. She was texting her friend immediately before she went in the school and said something big's going to happen. I'm going to die today. Her friend called the cops, didn't call the emergency 911 line called the non-emergency line. They put her on hold for seven minutes. <laughs> so I, I don't know who to blame for that. I guess it, this kid, this woman, this friend should have uh, called 911 instead of the non-emergency line. But I guess if the cop was busy and they thought it wasn't an emergency, maybe they put you on hold all the time. Maybe that's routine. But it would have been nice for this woman to call 911 and try to stop her. But let's get to uh, the president. And, and again, the single most embarrassing moment in 26 absolutely humiliating months under this man. To set it up, um, it was, as we mentioned, the shooting. Uh, the call to uh, 911 came in at 1013. The shooter was dead at 1027. The news was everywhere. It was, it was well known what happened. We all saw it. It was breaking news on every news channel. It was huge. The president makes an appearance four hours later, two 30. That's what time this uh, event was scheduled four hours. So he knew the details. He knew everything we knew and more. 
about the shooting. He knew it was at a Christian school. He knew three nine-year-olds were dead. He knew the shooter was transgender. He knew the details. Hell, he knew it wasn't, as he said, an AK-47. <laughs> That's an AK-47. What an idiot. Uh, he knew it was a weapon of war, an assault weapon. I want to play. We have the entire first two minutes of his appearance, correct? Yep. I want I might, I might bump, uh, interrupt, jump in, but I want, I want to keep this in mind. People were glued to cable news because that's where you get the latest. They were putting on whatever Newsmax, Fox news, CNN, uh, MSNBC. They wanted the latest from the school shooting. We still probably didn't have a lot of the details, uh, of, uh, this atrocity, but they tuned in. And this is what they saw. This doddering old man talk about ice cream. Go ahead. My name is Joe Biden. I'm Dr. Joe Biden's husband. And I ate Jenny's ice cream, chocolate chip. I came down because I heard there was chocolate chip ice cream. By the way, I have a whole refrigerator full upstairs. <laughs> you think I'm kidding? I'm not. God. Ben, how are you, pal? I think I'm One kidding. One of the best guys in the United States Congress, Ben Cardin. <laughs> Folks, uh, welcome to the White House. Thank you. Thank you. It's a delight to have you all here. And who are those good-looking kids back there? <laughs> are your kids all four of them? Yes. Well, stand up, guys. I want you to know, like you, I had two brothers, three in our family, three brothers, and one sister. And my sister is smarter than all of us. <laughs> Not a joke. She, she used to be three years younger than me. Now she's 23 years younger than me. <laughs> yeah. She managed every one of my campaigns for office, even back when I was in high school. We went to the same university two years apart. She graduated with honors. I graduated. And we had a simple rule in the family. Listen to Val. My sister Valerie is incredible. So guys, be nice to your sister. You're going to need her. You're going to need her. I promise. What, what, is, what the hell is going on? What the hell is going on? Everyone is tuning in to hear the latest, hear his remarks. I mean, we knew he was going to exploit this. That's what he does in these situations. We knew he would exploit it. He would make it about, he would make it political. He would talk about the gun and the banning and I've done it before. We knew he would be grandstanding. How long are we into this uh, video here, Ironhead? A minute 40. We still got like 30 Minute seconds. 40. No mention. Not only is there no mention of the mass shooting, the, the, <laughs> consider the tone Consider the, the, the approach, come in here and make ridiculous, idiotic jokes about ice cream and about his sister. What the hell does his sister have to do with anything? Honest to God. I mean, if you're going to come in there and, and it's going to be a political event about whatever, about, you know, student loan forgiveness, you could get to that maybe. What does his sister, what does ice cream have to do with anything? Again, the networks were dumping out of this because they knew it was inappropriate. They knew Kids, dead kids, where it had yet to be identified. They knew that that, that that it was an active scene, and we were, the breaking news, huge breaking news, and this buffoon 
is talking about his sister and chocolatey chocolate chip. All right, let's listen to a little more. Same lineup. You're the oldest. Who's number two? Number two? Just go give him a sniff. (laughs) What are you using for hair products? (laughs) What are you using for hair products? I didn't even know those kids had such nice hair. He is aroused right now. Looking at you know, look at these great looking. What the hell is he talking about? You think this is? I mean, we're talk. The story is dead kids, dead nine year olds. That kid looks like he's about nine, and he's ogling these children as people are waiting for his remarks about a, a bunch of dead, a bunch of kids, a bunch of dead innocent children. This is. I mean, obviously, he's he embarrasses the country every day. This is beyond inappropriate this is amazing does anybody you almost want someone to step in whisper in his ear like they did to george bush on 9-11 uh <laughs> mr president a bunch of kids were just killed what the hell are you doing go ahead who, who, I, who, I know he's gonna get to it at some point so go ahead keep playing it uh, quick question though who would be the person to 9-11 whisper in his ear uh kareem john pierre maybe or uh, i don't know his chief of staff his wife you know, the, this is the elder abuser, Dr. Jill, somebody, the same person that helps him leave the stage so he doesn't wander off into traffic. That person is visiting angels. Go up there and say, hey, you realize kids, a bunch of kids just got murdered in Nashville. Don't you, sir? This is same insane. Good. Lineup. You're the oldest. Who's number two? Number two? Who's number three? You're twins? Are you guys twins? Okay. All right. This is just how it was in our outfit. Well, I'm so glad to see you all. Thanks for coming with mom, okay? You got to take care of your mom. Dads are much harder to raise, but, you know. Before I begin to speak, and the reason I spend a little time in the kids, I, I just wanted to speak very briefly about the school shit. <laughs> that one. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, by the way, he starts going on and on about Iraq too, and his son fighting in Iraq. Of course, he died. Uh, you know, dying in Iraq, which is another lie. He repeats constantly. He can't do anything, anything, without making it about him. He is such a friggin' narcissist. Honest to God, the, that that could be the biggest lie in in the history of American politics. That Joe Biden was going to bring decency, empathy compassion back to the white house. I've never seen a, a, a politician with less empathy. How could you ever even, how would that even enter your mind when you started talking about a mass shooting ice cream and your big sister? Oh, Jesus. Just he's repulsive. Speaking of repulsive, let's get to some of the media reaction. You knew we were going to get here. Uh, it, it, it was remarkable. Uh, the uh, hell I just, <laughs> I, mean, I don't even know where to begin. I don't even know where to begin. There was, uh, there, there was one headline after another. The media does not want to focus on this deranged uh, transgender individual. They want to focus on the people who, you know, misgendered her or the people who have banned sex change surgeries, banned mutilation and castration of children in Tennessee. So if you were in favor of stopping doctors from removing healthy body parts from young children, from putting them on puberty blockers to screw them up for the rest of their lives. If you were in favor of that, and lots of people were, it just passed earlier this month in Tennessee. That, that 
they want you to know led to this, meaning let's blame Matt Walsh and Ben Shapiro of Daily Wire. Let's blame all the politicians who supported this legislation to protect children. Their fault, not the fault of the deranged transgender person, the fault of the people who want to protect kids and banned drag shows for children where men mock women and dance provocatively for children. Banning that led to this, according to the the media. It's incredible. We have one example after another. We're going to get to the worst one yet. We got headlines that appeared this morning, none of which mention, you know, transgender or Christian school. This, uh, this is a woman who, who's taking her orders from someone and God knows there's lots of people out there encouraging transgender people to uh, take vengeance, to uh, gather at the Capitol on April 1st to, to, uh, to mark a day of vengeance. Hell there's, you can buy on Amazon a shirt that says trans something trans rights with pictures of rifles of AR 15s. So, you know, if you're wondering what, how exactly you were going to uh, take out your vengeance on the day of vengeance, they have some suggestions, but uh, uh, who do we got first? Who is this from? Uh, this is uh, Terry Moran talking about Terry Ram- Moran from ABC, I believe um, uh, getting, getting right to the, uh, to the heart of the matter, people who are against uh, castrating kids, it's their fault. Go ahead, play it. All right, that is Police Chief John Drake of Nashville, who is briefing reporters on the deadly grade school shooting in Nashville at the Covenant School there this morning. Uh, The police confirming uh, six dead, three children, one eight years old, two nine years old and uh, three adults, including Catherine Kuntz, who is the head of the Covenant School. Uh, The police chief uh, also said uh, that the shooter has been identified as 28-year-old female Audrey Hale. He said she's a former student of the school and confirmed that Audrey Hale was a, identified herself as a transgender person. Uh, State of Tennessee earlier this month passed and the governor signed a bill that banned transgender medical care for minors, as well as uh, a law that prohibited adult entertainment, including male and female impersonators after a series of drag show controversies in that state. They didn't ban uh, male and female impersonators. They they banned drag shows for children. They managed men dressing as women, mocking women, dancing provocatively sexually for children. You hack. Of course, you know that. But they don't care. That's the uh, that's their position, you know, to to defend the uh, drag with the men who dress up as really hideous looking women and shake their asses for kids. That's what they ban you fraud. Uh, well, I'm going to get to my favorite one of all. I know I've never heard of this guy. His name is Benjamin Ryan. He's a or was an NBC news reporter. Benjamin Ryan. Uh, Tweeted. I'm trying to get the the time on this because it was del- it was deleted. So we don't yeah, know. Of course, those are the best ones, the deleted ones. But uh, Benjamin Ryan tweeted that. Uh, oh, here we go. This is the the since deleted tweet. That's how you know it was good. He says NBC has ID'd the Nashville school shooters Audrey Hale, who identifies as transgender and had no previous criminal record. Nashville is the home to the Daily Wire 
a hub of anti-trans activity by Matt Walsh, Ben Shapiro, and Michael Knowles, period. That was his immediate reaction. An NBC reporter uh, reacted to this horrific shooting by pointing out in that same city, there's a uh, conservative uh, media outlet that uh, is known for hosts who, who make it, uh, make it a regular part of their shows to protect kids, to protect kids from sexual mutilation and castration, to protect kids from being put on drugs when they're eight, nine, 10 years old. That's what they do. They do it well. Uh, they do it effectively. They're getting laws changed around the country to protect kids, but because a 28 year old who could go lop off all the body parts she wants, she's not a kid anymore. Hasn't been a kid in a long time. Uh, decided to kill some Christian children. It, it it's relevant to point out that uh, Ben Shapiro's office happens to be in the same city. That's his immediate reaction. These people are insane. They're 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 just nuts. They they can't handle the fact that people now know, know what's going on and people are fighting against the sexualization of children. Here's Newsweek's reaction immediately after the shooting. Drag shows and gender-affirming care for minors were banned in Tennessee this month while assault weapons remain legal. <laughs> That's the immediate reaction to a mass shooting by a 28-year-old deranged transgender person that drag shows were banned. Drag shows weren't banned. Gendering firm and care wasn't banned. Sex change surgeries and drugs for kids was banned. I love that euphemism. Gender affirming. We're just affirming their care. It's absurd. You know what? People are finding out. They're shining a light on this. That's what the guys at Daily Wire are doing. People are finding out what's going on at these places, and they don't like it and they're banning it, and that is a good thing, a great thing. I don't care if it upsets some crazy media clowns at Newsweek and NBC, all of them, all of them. I mean, I just tweeted out headlines from every all the big major papers. Uh, none of them, you know, the, the, they think it's more important that people have banned drag shows for children. That's more important than uh, what... What motivated? What if it's, what if that is what motivated the, to this killer? We're going to find out. There's a ma manifesto. According to Chief John Blake, they have a manifesto. We have drawings uh, because she, she was apparently quite the artist. Drawings of uh, you know, Jack Nicholson in The Shining and Red Rum. And uh, obviously this is not a stable human being, but uh, she has a manifesto out there. I think we're going to find out soon. If it is there, if it was her motivation to fight to fight back, to carry out this day of trans vengeance, are we going to blame the people who banned sex change surgeries for kids? We're going to blame them. Good luck with that. I'm, I'm, I, that might be what's going to happen today. That might be coming. If it does, I mean, the media will indeed reach a new low. It just it's 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 remarkable how these people look at something like this and say, you know, those people who want to protect kids, their fault. The people who want to protect kids from this trans mania, they're the ones to blame for the death of three nine-year-old kids. It's sick. And I've said this, I've said this for years. There is no mob 
as vicious, as ruthless as the trans mob. They believe people who, uh, who, uh, will not affirm their lifestyle, will not affirm their choices are evil. They're not wrong. They're evil. And when someone's evil, hell, no, there's no rules, no holds barred. Go do what you got to do. Get your vengeance. I have a feeling that Audrey Hale is not the last deranged uh, trans person we're going to hear for. In fact, these things don't, you know, there's often copycat uh, uh, incidents when things like this happen, but uh, she had two AR style guns. One said hell on it. And one said her new name, which apparently didn't really catch on Aiden. She wrote on one of the guns. Um, Terrible look for Aiden's. <laughs> right. Aiden. Uh, sounds like her mother and father didn't even use Aiden. Uh, they, they, uh, they, uh, her mother is, uh, talking and saying how she's lost her daughter. Everybody was calling her uh, a, a female. Do we have that, that woman who was counting? <laughs> Check out this tweet from a woman who was watching CNN and was very disappointed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, very disappointed in CNN. CNN. Uh, and I was just watching CNN. Don Lemon's asking, why does her gender matter? Why is that important? Why do pronouns matter? Anyway, this person watching CNN says, Five times CNN misgendered. No correction. A mass shooting is horrible. Misgendering does not make anything better. (laughs) Misgendering does not make it better. Misgendering. Calling a woman a woman. This has... uh, You know it's good when there's 140 likes and 941 quote tweets. (laughs) (laughs) That could be the biggest uh, ratio I think I've ever seen. Uh, this, this, this is sick. This is absolutely sick. Worrying about misgendering a, uh, a mass shooter. We've, uh, we've reached a new low. I want to, before we move on, I want to Chris Murphy, a lot of politicians. I love the idea that, uh, you're politicizing it. If you point out, uh, whatever the school, we need uh, armed guards in schools or we need mental health checks for transgender people, that's politicizing it. But the president and his spokesperson, they can run out there in front of the cameras and talk about banning assault weapons. Uh, everyone politicizing, politicizes it. I understand you can't stop it. It's going to happen. I mean, the, the kids hadn't been identified and people were online, on Twitter, on cable news, screaming about gun control. That's going to happen. I accept it. But some are just more contemptible than others. Chris Murphy, senator from... Uh, uh, Connecticut, an absolutely vile human being. He writes, uh, some of the things being said about trans people on this platform tonight are so vile. Talking about people uh, mocking or ridiculing or, or denigrating trans people on Twitter. That's what has the Connecticut senator upset. You know, six people are dead, three little kids but they're, they're misgendering. They're mocking trans people on Twitter. You know what that means? We're going to need another day of vengeance. By the way, uh, we're always looking for root causes, you know, people that triggered shooters. Everyone, every time there's a shooting, hell, the one in Connecticut, uh, Colorado, you had the Ben Collins, another NBC reporter blaming Tucker Carlson, blaming Donald Trump for, for their language. They're, they're at fault when there's a mass shooting. 
Anyone's going to blame Jane Fonda, you think? Jane Fonda, who uh, said two weeks ago the solution to pro-life people was murder. She said it with a straight face on Twitter. I mean, on The View. Anyone going to blame Jane Fonda? I don't think so. But, all right, we got we got some other things to get to. I had to get – I am uh, fired up today. I'm disgusted with my uh, – <laughs> With my president, I don't even know how we're going to do 22 more months, 22 more months with a guy who already is shot, mentally shot, who thinks it's appropriate to talk about ice cream when they haven't cleaned the blood off the floor of the friggin' elementary school. No mention of an attack on Christianity. None of that. You won't hear that. That this she was in the church shooting at the cops in a church. Uh, no mention of that, but we'll see what the manifesto brings. Something tells me we're going to be talking more about this war on trans people in the, in, in the coming day of vengeance. But we got some other things to get to. Let, let, we we got to talk about uh, ooh, another attack. Boy, the world's gone nuts. Rand Paul staff members stabbed in broad daylight in DC. And uh, we got Lamar Jackson who is demanding a trade and uh, somebody Somebody telling Bob Kraft that uh, a reliable source telling Bob Kraft he wants to come to New England. We'll see if that happens. I doubt it. But first, Joe Biden's America is crushing us. You've got companies laying off tens of thousands of workers one after the other. Americans working two jobs just to get by. Inflation is pushing hardworking families to the brink. Hell, just look at the price of eggs. Look at the price of anything. And a digital dollar could be coming down the pipeline to completely destroy our way of life. The truth is you need a plan. You know it. I know it. And that's why I'm partnered with a great company, Gold Co. So you can diversify your savings and investments with gold and silver before things get worse. They're a six-time Inc. 5000 winner, 2022 Company of the Year with thousands of five-star reviews. And they've helped people like you and me place over $1 billion in gold and silver. They're offering up to $10,000 in free silver while supplies last. And if you call them today, qualified callers will get a free Ronald Reagan half-ounce silver coin. So don't wait. Call 855-735-3740 today. That's 855-735-3740. All right, we're monitoring. Uh, we're 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 gone from YouTube, but we're we're monitoring the latest. I am curious as to what this manifesto uh, is going to say. I'm going to guess this thing is going to roil today. This story, this issue, this feud, this this dispute, this back and forth on social media is going to get uh, fiery once this uh, manifesto comes out. And the cops in Nashville seem pretty forthcoming. This chief handled it great. That the mayor's an embarrassment. The mayor was talking about it like it was, like he was talking about some uh, traffic accident or something. He was just so casual. But the the chief was very good handling this. Couple things I want to get to. Uh, remember when Aaron Hernandez killed himself, or should I say, when we killed him? Kirk Minahan and I killed uh, Aaron Hernandez. Remember that? I do. We used to hear that DJ Hernandez, his brother, was the stable one. He was the he was the normal one. Uh, DJ Hernandez uh, was arrested, and I'm sorry. Uh, I, I feel like I, I I'm I'm going to laugh about this a little bit. He was arrested. Uh, Aaron Hernandez's brother. Should I do? I have to explain how we killed Aaron. Uh, on our show, it was revealed that Aaron's Aaron was gay, and when uh, 
Aaron went in, Aaron went to court. The judge pointed out that because of a local uh, radio show uh, outing him, that he was being harassed and heckled in prison. And then soon after he killed himself. So we decided to take credit for it. And I, you know, I'm, I'm okay with that. But uh, we always thought DJ was the normal one. DJ, his brother got arrested for attacking ESPN. And you say, well, how do you attack ESPN? Well, you pull up in a car outside the studio and you throw a brick through the window of ESPN, smashing the windows at the, uh, uh, he smashed the windows at the Connecticut State Capitol and at the ESPN headquarters in Bristol, which is their hometown. Upset about something, uh, the treatment of uh, ESPN, treatment of his brother. I, I love this. Like he was mistreated. His brother's a stone cold killer scumbag. But uh, he wrote a letter. <laughs> this story is wild. He wrote a note, did not specifically mention Aaron, who committed suicide in 2017 after killing his friend, Odin Lloyd. And uh, uh, I, I think this was like with the brick. <laughs> to all the media outlets, it's about time you realize which is the funniest part of the whole thing. Realize he spells R E A L E Y E S real eyes. <laughs> uh, you realize the effect media has on all family members. Since you're a worldwide leader, maybe you could lead how media and messages are delivered brick by brick. Clean it up. Yours truly. He wrote and he threw a brick. Uh, through the window of ESPN. I'm not sure what he's upset about, what they did. I'd like to know. Maybe he's upset that uh, ESPN has gone woke. Maybe he's like a lot of us, that uh, he uh, misses the old ESPN. But that was a pretty crazy story. But uh, all right, let's get to, and, uh, and the Rand Paul story. I don't have time to get into this, but it's so wild. The guy who stabbed Rand Paul Stafford just did 12 years, just got out the next day, stabbed a staffer from... Uh, uh, Kentucky Senator Rand Paul's office uh, a day after being released after doing a 12-year stint. A guy named Glenn Neal charged with assault with intent to kill. Um, I'm going to guess he shouldn't have been let out. Just a guess. A mile and a half from the Capitol in broad daylight. Let's get to, uh, let me do Shay, then we'll get to Lamar Jackson. I'm curious to hear what you think of this Ironhead. I think it's stupid, but uh, we'll see. Well, it's the dead of winter, but that doesn't slow down Shea Concrete. They've got a huge selection of precast concrete steps ready to be installed at your home. If you're building a new home or remodeling or replacing an old staircase, Shea has great values with designs that will fit your home. A new staircase will dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home, giving you a much better curb appeal. You'll be the talk of the town, the envy of the neighborhood. Shea will take care of all this. They remove the old stairs. You don't want to have to do that yourself. When they're done, you'll have a great looking new entrance that will add value to your home. It's not an expense. This is an investment in your home. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you get a brand new front entrance. Go to SheaConcrete.com to learn more. Also, you can go there and look for a job. Right now, Shea is hiring. They've got between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people with all different types of skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. All right, Lamar Jackson uh, did a great, uh, did a pretty uh, 
pretty bold move yesterday uh, as his head coach, John Harbaugh was speaking to the media. He uh, released a statement saying he demands to be traded and immediately all the speculation, everyone, nothing like a you know stud quarterback, former MVP, 26 years old, demanding a trade to get people fired up. As we always say, the two biggest sports in this country are NFL football and NFL football offseason. This is a bigger than anything in, you know, baseball, basketball, hockey, when the former MVP demands to be traded. Well, it got even more heated and uh, interesting when Meek Mill texted his buddy Bob Kraft and said, Lamar wants New England, which, you know, is like a gift to sports talk radio. You know what? It's not going to happen. We don't need to spend a lot of time on it. It's probably a, uh, just a pipe dream for people in New England, but it would be stupid. And I don't think Belichick's stupid. Just, just my opinion. You, you're, you'd be getting a guy, again, he's only 26, but we know how he plays. We know he runs the ball. We know he gets hit. We know he misses games. He hasn't played 16 games since his rookie season. 12 games last year, 12 games the year before. Didn't finish either season. Uh, that's how it works with running QBs. They don't play till they're 45 or even their till they're 40. They get hurt. They get banged around. They get hit at his most effective. You know, he's the best running back on his team and he has to run. Um, that's a problem. So you'd be giving up like two first round picks and a player and signing him to a massive contract, 45 million a year for a guy that you cannot count on. It would be a dumb move. L, as I always say when I was uh, on Sports Talk Radio, I love trades. I love good trades, bad trades. They're good for business. So I'd love it if it happened. It'd be very exciting. It'd be something to uh, um, something to watch. Something to, you know, it'd be fascinating, but it'd be stupid. And, uh, and uh, uh, Belichick's not stupid. He's not going to do this. And, and I think he, uh, I think he likes... He likes his guy. He likes Mac Jones. Uh, obviously, Lamar Jackson's better. Yep. But uh, I don't think uh, I don't think it's going to happen. Let me guess, Ironhead. You want it to happen? Well, I think anything's better than Mac Jones at this point, including Bailey Zappi. Shout out Zappi Nation. But really, yeah, he can't. I don't. Know, I don't like the way. I don't like the way. What's uh, someone said at one time talking about the eye the eye test watching the ball. He, I don't, the way he throws, he throws a duck every time and it looks like the most interceptable ball every time it comes out of his hand. I don't like it. Plus, if Lamar comes to New England, I think they will definitely get the running game out of his arsenal and make him more of a thrower. He won't have to do it so much. Yeah, it can't happen. He has to run. He's like, you know, Michael Vick or he's, he's like, uh, uh, all the, you know, good young running quarterbacks. They have to run Josh Allen. They have to run Josh Allen's great. He's not going to last either. No way. It's it's just, I mean, he, he likes, he likes to get hit. He takes hits and he enjoys it. Uh, so I think, uh, you can't change him. He's, uh, he is what he is. Um, and uh, you give up two first round picks in the third game of the year, he goes down and doesn't get up. Uh, I don't know. You got, oh, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't give up too much. If I mean, if they, he's really trying to get out of there and they're trying to get whatever they can, obviously. But I, I wouldn't, I'd give up Mac, though. I don't know about the picks, but I'd give up. Well, I mean, you wouldn't need Mac, obviously, if you if you traded for Lamar Jackson. And he is young, but that is a big, big number. You got to gotta pay, you got to pony up to sign him. Uh, I don't think. Uh, I got breaking news here. Oh, good. 
Uh, breaking news. Is he coming to New England? No, no, no. About SBF. Unrelated breaking news. Uh, it looks like he's in trouble for getting caught bribing the Chinese uh, Chinese government officials with $40 million. What? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, we will see. He's got connections. He bribed all the right people. You know, he's got a lot of friends mm-hmm. in high places. But uh, he he is he's in trouble. I think he's going to have to do some hard time. I mean, again, Bernie Madoff did sentence to 75 years, died in prison. That's exactly what this scumbag should do. But tell me again, what's the charge? Bribing Chinese officials? Uh, they accuse him of bribing Chinese officials to the tune of $40 million in crypto. When are we going to find out all the bribes every media outlet, whether they return the money? Because he spent a lot of money bribing media outlets. Hell, uh, gave $15 million to uh, Kevin O'Leary, who's been on the, Kevin O'Leary's on a media tour right now. I'm not sure why, but he's been everywhere talking about the banking crisis. Nobody asks him. Do you feel guilty taking money and misleading customers? People that invested their life savings in SBF because you told them it was safe. Does anyone ask him that? Tom Brady. I realize Brady's not really accessible to uh, uh, to the media these days. But anyone ask Brady? Brady, we believe, took $45 million from the scumbag at, in order to help him create this image that he was a trustworthy guy. And lots of people invested money after Brady and Kevin O'Leary and Steph Curry and David Ortiz lent him their name or should I say sold him their name. People invested, lost everything. When are people going to hold the, the, the celebrity endorses accountable for this? That's what I'd like to know. When are they going to ask real questions of the people who propped up that scumbag? Larry David is literally just living uh, a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode. <laughs> right. no, one, no one asked Larry David about it. No one seems to care. Well, no, because no one... he went the, his, in the commercial, he's talking about how much it stinks and isn't going to work. That was the commercial. Oh, that's true. But that was, you know, that was sarcasm. I recognize that. Uh, right here we got uh, Sam Bankman fried accused of bribing uh, Chinese government officials with $40 million in crypto to unfreeze his Almeida accounts. SBF was hit with 13 count superseding indictment. New count is conspiracy to violate the anti-bribery provisions of the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act. <laughs> hey, that's what uh, that's what the Biden family, that's what Hunter Biden did. But, you know, as we know, Hunter's special. He's different. We'll see if SBF, all the money he spent to buy Democrat politicians and buy celebrities, we'll see if it pays off. You know what? It will, because he should get life in prison, but he'll probably do like five years uh, and uh, his little honey turned on him. His former partner turned on him. They have plenty of evidence against him. I want his parents to, that's what I want, his parents to be criminally charged. They're involved up to their eyeballs. They were buying $5 million condos left and right. They were scamming people. Wow, we got more footage coming out. Oh, we got body cam footage from Michael Calazzo, the hero who took out the shooter. Look at them. Look at these heroes. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, they are running down the hallway toward the fire, toward the gunfire. They are not hiding around corners, checking their phones and protecting their fat asses like the cowards in Uvalde. These guys, oh, by the way, the first guy through the door, I think it's Colazzo. Uh He's got a vest on, but no helmet, no goggles, uh, no shield. Just going in there trying to save kids while they're at one end of the hallway and the shooter's at the other, and they take her out. 
Look at them go right up the stairs, running up the stairs. God, everyone has to see this. Everyone has to appreciate what Officer Michael Colazzo did. He's obviously not the first one because we get the camera and there's a couple other officers ahead of him. Uh, these are the real heroes here. These should be, we should know their names. They should be honored. They should be at the White House getting medals of freedom, you know, like, like Ellen DeGeneres and Bruce Springsteen did. Uh, they should be getting uh, recognized by the vice president, you know, like Dylan Mulvaney did, but they won't be, you know, and maybe they'll just say they were doing their job and they were, but I can't even, can't even imagine how many children were saved by these. Oh, we got the shooting. We got the dead. We got the dead scumbag, transgender scumbag dead. And they are pumping her full of bullets. She's dead on the ground. There's two or three cops in the room. Uh, there she is all bent, oh, bent in some strange, her legs are bent under and she's dead on the ground. Her face is pixeled out, but this is a, I hope everyone gets a chance to take a look at this body cam footage. That's, those are some real heroes in action, saving lives and neutralizing the threat. God bless them. Once again, Michael Calazzo and Rex Engelbert. God bless these men. But all right, that'll do it for today. We'll have much, much, much more tomorrow. I'm sure we will not be on YouTube. But hell, I thought we were already suspended. So we talked about Fauci the other day. From from what it looks like, uh, we played something that they're saying isn't real, and they're not telling me what the hell it is. What did we play? Didn't we just play the footage in the in the in the school? No, no, no. This was from like a day or two ago. Oh, and they ju- it just happened right before because I made the uh, the live stream, and then when we went to go live, in between that time, we got suspended. <laughs> uh, why are we not? Why, why are we not rum- on Rumble every day? Why don't you make that happen? Uh, I got I got something else we're gonna do. We can't go private live privately for locals through Rumble, but I got something else. Oh, uh, but we're still on locals. If you want to join us, go to locals.callahan.com, right? Callahan.locals.com. Oh, Callahan.locals.com. <laughs> I think. <laughs> uh, Callahan.locals.com. That's the one. one or the other. <laughs> Do that. You can join us live every day and subscribe. Please, we need you to subscribe. Uh, and uh, we really, really appreciate it. All right. Thanks to everyone for listening. Thank you, Ironhead. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Show. And we'll do it again tomorrow. Here tonight, shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not. Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen.